Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 45th episode of Drinks with Mom. I'm at my house in Pickering, and Paul is at his house in Toronto. Hi, Paul. Hello, Mom. How are you? I'm doing very well. How about you? Good, thank you. Hi, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the 45th episode of Drinks with Mom. We've been doing this for, oh my goodness, over two years? Yep. And I'm glad you didn't say 45. <laughs> yeah, losing losing listeners by the episode, but we're still yeah. going strong. Um, yeah. I'll specifically, you know, we've been doing this now for over a year in, in lockdown. I mean, we had a, a bit in the summer where we were a bit more able to socially distance and I could go and record with you still. But the last couple, we've been we've been sticking to the rules and and we're separate. So we're on the phone again. I, I've uh, got you recording on Zoom. And uh, yeah, so it's an interesting way to keep doing this, but we're used to it now, I guess. Yeah, somewhat so. Um, for the people listening, what do we do here? We, um, well, okay, I'm a t- my mouth is tongue-tied, believe it or not. <laughs> we try a cocktail. Sometimes we try something we've never tried or we've wanted to try and um, talk about it, discuss it. You usually look up and research the liquor that we're trying, and I just go along with whatever you tell me to do. That's that's the right way to say it. There you go. So obedient, and it's not the way it happens at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and... and uh, what are we doing this week? This episode, I should say. We are trying brandy. Yes. Uh, yeah, a brandy and and cognac, which is right. as we'll get into the difference as we as we get into our glasses. Um, so I guess this this came up because um, I think a while ago we were talking about your birthday, which just passed. So this is the special right. Big Gina's birthday extravaganza. Here <laughs> um, <Cheers> me. <laughs> And uh, you mentioned you maybe wanted to do brandy, so I thought, okay, let's uh, let's give that a shot. I'm not super familiar with it, aside from the the small amount we've used in past cocktails. So I thought it might be fun to have a a little snifter of brandy in front of us. Right. And I think uh, so. We have you have how many how many types do you have? I just have two here. Okay, I have two as well. Well, I have one cognac, right, and yeah. and then the brandy. So I was able to get a little uh, pre-birthday package to you um, that you could open on your birthday, and that included a bottle of of what? Courvoisier. Yeah, a bottle of Courvoisier. Uh, well, I almost said it. You right. got it. That was closer than I thought you'd get. So that's great. Um, so that is a cognac, or cognac if you're if you're nasty. Uh, yeah. So I bought us each a bottle of the Courvoisier VS. Um, we can get into that as well. What that means, and because it looked like it was a treat. It wasn't super expensive, but it was more expensive than the other brandies that were on the on the shelf. Um, right. And I thought if I bought us each a bottle, we'd have the same one, and then we could supplement it with whatever else we had to try. So, um, what do you have to to go with yours? Do you, do you mean the other, like the other? Yeah. Brandy? What's your other or one? It it's now. Excuse my pronunciation. Winkelhausen. Winkelhausen. Oh, that sounds nice. It's a, a German. At least it says product of Germany. There you go. Um, okay, that's a, and that's a brandy. Uh, I guess it has to be a brandy. So that's um, that well, it says brandy yeah. on it. It says product of Germany, and it's a brandy. Great. I I don't think I've tried that one. So maybe not. when we when we're actually allowed to get together, I can give it a shot. Um, I've got the same Niagara Bench small cask brandy, which is made by the same folks at Forty Creek um, oh, in good. Ontario, and so it's a, a small cask uh, brandy. Uh, VSOP, which we'll explain in a second. Um, so yeah, we each have the Courvoisier that we know, and then we each have a, a separate one that we can try right. as well. So why don't we 
take a sip of the Courvoisier and see how we're feeling. Now, do you do you put it on ice? I don't have mine on ice, but I've I've read that some people do like a, a little bit of ice. Actually, I do have some ice beside me, so I might put um, grab my little tongs and put a little cube of ice once I've tried it neat. Oh, my little tongs are my little fingers here. Classy <laughs> broad that I am. Okay, well, virtual cheers, clink clink. Okay, I haven't even got mine in the glass yet. Jeez, what oh, kind of show on, you think this go. is? This this is it. Well, it, this is called no confusion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, well, cheers. So, cheers. Whoosh, Here we go. Down the hat. It's a lot of talking for a cheers. Oh yeah. Mm. There you go. What oh, is very nice. It's very um, like velvety. Yeah, it's got a it's got a burn to it that you know it's forty percent alcohol, but it doesn't have that that kick that maybe like a whiskey or a scotch certainly does. Uh, the flavor is smoother. Um, a bit of a sweeter flavor to it, um, which is nice. This will be really nice to get into when we can get together and sleep over. I mean, you know, like <laughs> what, like the old days, you and Laura used to come and we'd have a night, put the music on and have a couple of drinks. Like, cause you, you don't want to be traveling too far drinking this. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a strong one. It's uh, you know, 40%. So you got to treat it, treat it responsibly. Um, but yeah, it is, it is nice. Um, and uh, so do you know the difference between cognac and brandy? I don't know anything about it. Well, so um, when you said you wanted to try brandy, I went and looked at the brandy selection in our local liquor store and I thought I'd buy us the same thing. And I noticed there were a lot of, you know, cognacs. And then I thought, wait, are they the same thing? Which I think is a common uh, interpretation. And so what the, what it's like is is very similar to, say, uh, champagne and sparkling wine. So, oh, okay. you know. All champagnes are sparkling wines, but not all sparkling wines are champagne. Um, similar to the idea that it has to be from a certain region. So all cognacs are uh, a brandy, ostensibly, but not all brandies can be called cognac because it has to be from a particular region in France and made a certain way. Oh, okay. So cognac is, yeah, the champagne of, of brandy, basically. Um, so it comes from a certain region. And it's made with uh, a certain type of uh, white wine grapes. And so the brandy can be made anywhere in the world. Um, and the one I have also specifies that it's made from the finest grapes, carefully distilled. Um, but it can't be called a cognac because it's made in Grimsby, Ontario. Um, and yeah, your okay. German one, I guess. What was it? Uh, Winkel? Winkelhausen. Winkelhausen. Uh, that can't be called a cognac either because it's made in Germany. Right. You know, I'm trying to find out you know, something about it, but, uh, something about your winkle. It's been holding out on me here. <laughs> Why don't we take a sip of our subsequent brandies to compare right, it to the Quilvazia? Let me get those finger tongs again. I got to get my tong tongs. Yeah. Well, gosh, Shema, this is work. Okay. I got well, my little guy. Going. Cheers to the tongs. There you go. Very similar in, in my yeah. understanding, you know, my limited, nice. my, my limited palate is not refined enough, you know, to really appreciate the finer things in most parts of life. But, um, yeah, very, very similar. Um, but I could see why, I mean, the Corvazier is a nice, well-packaged item. You know, the bottle is beautiful. Right. Uh, it's got that history. Um, and it does have a nice smoothness to it. I may be a bit smoother than, than the, the brandy that I've, I'm trying otherwise. Yeah. Mine's good. I have to be honest. Yeah. I would say, the Courvoisier is a bit more, um, yeah, a bit smoother, a bit more refined, if that's a, a term that's not too, too uh, you know, wanky. But um, 
Yeah. How do you like your Winkelhalsen? It's very nice, actually. I've never drank it um, straight. You know, I'm, I sometimes like a, a brandy and lemonade, not lemonade, brandy and eggnog at Christmas. And oh, yeah. Brandy and the ginger ale or? Um, yeah. Well, the, the brandy yeah. that, that I have, the small cask brandy, the Niagara Bench, it was just a cheap thing at the LCBO in a plastic bottle. Um, that I bought for, I think, the Hot Toddy episode or one of the other mixing episodes. Um, right. Because there are a lot of a lot of interesting cocktails we could do with brandy. Um, uh, looking at the list, the sidecar comes to mind, which is a nice, simple one of just cognac, orange liqueur, like a, like a mm-hmm. um, Cointreau yeah. or a triple sec, and then lemon. We should try that one day. Um, yeah, it sounds very similar to the French twist I'm looking at with oh, your cognac. Yeah. And it has triple sec as well, a little bit of simple syrup, uh, lemon juice, and some club soda. Oh, yeah. And then uh, there's another one here, a Sazerac, which I quite like that that might be, I guess uh, you could do that with brandy. I saw people suggesting, I think, brandy Manhattans. Um, mm. So... I think, yeah, you could get in there quite a bit with some some interesting varieties on traditional cocktails using brandy. Yeah, they have some interesting beverages to try. The one thing, as as people might notice, where this this small cask brandy I've now had in several photos on our Instagram because um, it's been around. You know, we, we we buy these items, we buy all these things ourselves to try on this lovely program together, and it <laughs> it lingers. We don't just finish it in the in the first episode or or that later that day. They sit in our shelf and get used for other things. So uh, this Corvazier will probably be available if we wanted to do an episode on a Sazerac or a different type of uh, maybe a sidecar or something like that. So there's ample opportunity for something like that, which is exciting. It's not the type of drink you're going to sit and chug. You know what I mean? So I think it'll be around for a bit. Yeah, it's a good it's a good yeah, after dinner. I think, I think traditionally it was an after dinner thing, like a aperitif uh, kind of after dinner snifter. Mm-hmm. Aperitif. Or sorry, that yeah. would be uh, that's I'm I'm incorrect with that. I I meant to say a digestif because a digestif would be an after dinner drink. That's kind of you're digesting, mm-hmm. and an aperitif is a pre dinner uh, to stimulate the appetite. So brandy was traditionally a, a digestif, um, and like I said, been around for a long time, and it's got it actually like a lot of the alcohol that that is common and still you know, has a, a good showing. Brandy was really important in a lot of trade and uh, kind of international trade routes early on. So for a while, it was how some traders got paid uh, in in things like the triangle trade um, between certain countries. Different people would get paid in brandy, and it was one of the currencies almost, and eventually got replaced by things like rum. And But th- there's a lot of alcohol has been so yeah. important to trade routes um, that, you know, brandy was dominant for a long time and it's been around for so long. Um, you know, there's even the Corvazier has, uh, it's owned now by Suntory, I believe in Japan, but, um, but it's been around for hundreds of years as well. Uh, so it's, we're talking, we're talking old school alcohol today. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it's good. Go. I haven't, I haven't gone back to my Corvazier or however, however I'm saying it. That's, that was actually the best I think you've done, the Corvazier. Yeah, but I almost had a burp in the middle of it. <laughs> a ladylike burp, may I remind everybody. There's a song I should have played for you before this episode, and maybe I'll put a little snippet of uh, a non-litigious sample amount into our recording. But it's a classic Busta Rhyme song from 2002 that is uh, features uh, Puff Daddy, and uh, it's called Pass the Corvazier. 
So I guess that was uh, the the end uh, produced by the Neptunes. So Pharrell, I'm not sure you're going to like most of the lyrics, but the chorus is basically past the Cavazier. So they say it a lot. And I think they were trying to, you know, I don't know if there was a partnership with Cavazier. But in any case, if you wanted to learn how to pronounce it, I guess you could watch that video. I don't think you're going to like the song or the video. So maybe I won't suggest you really watch it, but it exists. It's out there. Bad words. Maybe, maybe some bad words, some implication of uh, of lewd acts and whatnot. But oh, you know, okay. Busta Rhymes. There you go. Um, right. I, I don't. I didn't expect to mention Busta Rhymes too often on this podcast, but maybe he'll come up. Uh, you never know. You never know what happens. <laughs> what we talk about around here. I'm not sure how familiar you are with the catalog of American rapper Busta Rhymes, but we can get you there. Okay, we'll work on that. <laughs> we'll work That's on a that. Um, so one thing we've mentioned. Does your um. Does your Winkelhausen say anything like VS or VSOP or XO or anything on it? Um, I don't see it. Let me see. Let me turn it around to the back end. <laughs> no, be, I don't. Be nice to your Winkelhausen. I know, but when I Google it, yeah. So it's mostly in German. So the one we have, the Covazier cognac, is VS. Yeah. Can, yes. you, can you guess what that stands for? I mean, I think it's written very right on special. The, there you go. Very, very special. special like Just me. like my Come mother. Um, yes. So very special, and that is um, a designation that requires the youngest brandy in the blend to have been aged for at least two years in a cask. Oh wow! So the youngest this is this will be a blend of different different casks of brandy, but or, of cognac the the youngest of which is at least two years old. Ah, okay. So it's a bit around the rules of how you can label it to say that, yes, this has been aged, this has been done properly, whatever. And then the um, there are different ones. Like, for instance, my my Niagara Bench small cask, it actually says VSOP. So it's got oh, really? a, a bit more uh, of a designation there. And that one stands for Very Superior Old Pale. Uh, and that one is a blend in which the youngest has been aged for at least four years. So technically, this this cheaper one um, has an older blend to it. Um, okay. But yeah, it's an interesting understanding of the differences. Um, so you'd hear a lot of like Remy Martin is one of the famous cognacs, and that VSOP yes. is regarded really yeah, highly. I, um, I think Michael Colin introduced me to that one yeah, years ago. You can pay a lot for a good cognac, that's for sure. So that's the VS versus VSOP, but then a very common one that you'll see in like a Remy Martin or some of the more high-end ones, you'll see an XO, and that's okay. extra old. Um, so that means the youngest brandy used in that blend was 10 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, when I review mine, it says it's an only available in the vintages section. Oh, yeah. In in your <laughs> Winkelhausen or in the... Uh... That's what it says. Yeah. yeah. When I look at the liquor stores. Well, there so you I go. You're you're you got the fancy yeah. German stuff that I I, haven't, I didn't even see that one when I was looking. So maybe it's not yeah, available well, where I am. You know, I usually hide a bottle in a corner in the liquor store. Just <laughs> so I know where yeah. it is. Gina's vintages yeah. section. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so there you go. There's a bit of brandy. There's so much history. Brandy's been around forever. It's used in yeah. so many different cocktails. You got cognac and armagnac and other other types of regional. Uh, designations that have to be from a certain place made a certain way. Um, but I think we each have two good examples, a cognac and a brandy in front of us to get a good feel for the the palate. And I'm I'm liking the Corvazier uh, quite a bit. You know, it's it's pretty nice. I think yeah. the, the small cask of brandy that I've got in front of me is also pretty good considering it's in a cheap plastic bottle and was half the price. But, um, you know, it's it's hard to complain about anything 
There's there's yeah. so much you could complain about these days, but the, it's how, how why do you complain about a, a bottle of brandy? Um, now, what I I would see that I would love this on a night where there's a chill and the fire's going and it's a cozy warming drink, right? It, totally, it, it yeah, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. would have been a good one in those colder months where we were doing a lot of hot drinks and yeah, you get mm. a maybe a snifter of brandy or Cavazier with some ice and you you have it on a cold night in front of a warm fire or whatever you do. Uh, that'd be mm-hmm. a great use for it. Um, the weather here has turned pretty warm considering we had snow like two days ago. But uh, I know. yeah, so and and speaking of only a couple days ago, we just passed a pretty big milestone for one of our uh, our two main uh, microphone wranglers here. That'd be you and I. Earth Day. Earth Day. Earth Day. Yes, Earth <laughs> yeah. Day. You share a birthday with Earth Day. I do. Yes, I do. Aren't I lucky? The Earth is so lucky. So I usually go up and out and I pick up somebody's dog poop. You know, <laughs> yeah. I always make that a birthday tradition. As long as it's dog. <laughs> well, you never know these days. You do never know. You know? The um, dogs are eating similar to the people. <laughs> so last year, this is so. This is the the second pandemic birthday you've had in a row. Last year we did uh, Gibson's whiskey for your birthday because that's one of your favorites. So we did a, a special episode where we tried different varieties of Gibson's. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I believe this is the third birthday episode you've had on the podcast. And the first time we did a nice uh, red wine for your birthday. Yes, that, I remember that. That was nice, too. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, another birthday extravaganza um, and not quite the same because, again, at least last time, last year we were able to do a bit more of a, a porch drop off. We could we could see you on outside and. You know, we're not supposed to do any of that right now as we're in yeah. another stay at home order. So the best I could do was uh, get a, a package to you. Um, yeah, no, but, no. you know, maybe maybe by my birthday, we'll be able to actually do more than that. Oh, here it is. It's all about his birthday. Yeah, yeah. already. Yeah, planning ahead, planning ahead. Um, I was <laughs> but actually had a good birthday for a, for a covid, you know, this one being a major lockdown. It was a good birthday. Oh yeah, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, we we did a little uh video call with you and it seemed like you were having yeah. a good time. Yep. You didn't I get did. your red red velvet cake, but we'll get you one. Mm-mm. I didn't. <laughs> but I had some good cake, believe me. Yeah. It was good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um I think we were talking about this before, but Tom on Instagram, uh our Instagram at drinks with mom is where we are usually most active if you want to follow us. Also, Side note, we are so close to 100 followers on Instagram. That is a very sad, low milestone. <laughs> I'm sorry. But um, once you hit 100 followers, you can actually learn more about your your Instagram posts and how well they do and what time of day is best and all these things. So this is yeah. an unprofessional plea to anyone listening who may not have followed us on Instagram to go to Instagram at Drinks With Mom, mm-hmm. give us a little follow, and then we'll reward you by uh, posting at the appropriate time based on the analytics we then receive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but talk about it, pleading <laughs> pleading yeah we are at the bo- just just on our knees here um the uh so on instagram though tom our pal um uh, messaged me uh on your birthday because i posted the birthday card that we drew for you um right. and he messaged to to let me know of other people with the same birthday as you and i never thought about doing this before so it's a good little game do you know mm-hmm. anyone else any celebrities with your birthday i do and i can't remember his darn name right now it's a male yeah um, there, there there are at least a couple men wasn't with your, jack, your wasn't birthday. jack nicholson it's it was jack him. nicholson oh i've got him mixed up with um the guy that did uh oh shama 
Well, too much for him. I must have really liked him. I can't remember. You can't his name. remember him at all. But yeah, Jack Nicholson was the guy. So Tom yeah. Tom sent that message, and his uh, was the quote that you know if you take one of his famous lines from The Shining, you could change it and it'd be more like a "Here's Gina" <laughs> or "Gina" like if you're Jack. if you're really into it. Um, but yeah, so he's <laughs> 84, I guess, something like that. Oh, wow. um, there are wow. a couple other people that share your birthday. Um, I'm not sure that you've probably listened to the rapper Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, nope. You know, Amber Heard from Aquaman. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, who was a football player. Um, yeah. Let's Never see. Never football. Never understood that <laughs> sport. You know, they always say like nice buns, but look what buns do. I never understood that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not into the, the buns. <laughs> The other one was uh, Glenn Campbell. Oh, and he's deceased, right? He, he's no yeah, longer with he died in 2017, but he was a, a country singer. Do you know any Glenn Campbell yeah. songs? Well, him and Dolly did quite a few, but it's been a while since I sang with Glenn. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you and him, I'm sure, got together. Well, the one yeah. I, I looked him up just to make sure I had a couple because it's a very musical episode. If I if I put a little Busta Rhymes <laughs> on the one end, we'll put a little Glenn Campbell on the other side. But how familiar are you with uh, Like a Rhinestone Cowboy? <laughs> That's the one that I oh, looked up. And, and, and That one's, that one he he won awards for, I believe. Yeah, I think that was like the 70s, 1975, I think. Yeah. He won some won some awards. But yeah. That was just my prime. That was, that was your prime. There you go. I it's been a long a time. time. Like a Rhinestone Cowboy. So there you go. That's a little segment we, we like to call other people who share Big Gina's birthday. Oh my goodness. Poor Jack, if he only knew. <laughs> yeah, we do that. We do that once a year and starting now, we're going to do that. It'll be the same people every year unless as yeah. more people are born, we might get some new entries, but they'll have to get famous pretty quickly, like famous toddlers or something. Okay, yeah. So, well. So yeah, that's that's uh, a fun game. Uh, oh, sure. It's fun for you. You're not getting older. <laughs> well, you're getting older, but you're not as old as me. That's right. I'm not old enough to qualify for the vaccination yet in, in Ontario, so yeah. I got I to gotta work on that. That's when I wished you were older. Yeah, maybe if I squeeze, I'll, I'll get there oh for crying out loud yeah you know what you'll do if you squeeze i don't know what will happen i don't know what you're squeezing so i don't want to go there <laughs> There you go title of the episode i don't know what you're squeezing um, yeah squeeze uh, all so do you we, we have a segment we like to do and i believe i screwed it up last time and the audio of the the segment was over top of some talking so i have to go back and fix that if anyone's listened to the last episode but uh we have a segment called toast and roast do you have a toast mm -hmm. and roast this week I definitely have a roast. Okay, well, we'll intro the segment. This is this is uh, mom's time to rant or to praise whatever she wants to talk about. Get on her little soapbox and and speak her mind. Um, so this is uh, Big Gina's toast and roast. All righty, ta ta. <laughs> and I don't want to offend anybody by this, but I'm not a fond lover of car dealerships. Mm. It's a ploy to get you in there strap you to the seat, keep you for three hours, frustrate you. You might leave with a new car, but you don't know what hit you. <laughs> Probably you not know? a new car, I hope. You're just sitting there going, just let me here. Here's a check. Just let me go. <laughs> I don't want to stay here any longer. So you're, you're you so know? it and sounds like when they called you to come in because they want your car. Oh, there you go. So it sounds like you, a, you, know, you got you got proposed a good deal and then they got you in the door and then you were at their mercy. Oh, for three hours. Wow. And you're and at one point I almost said to them, do you remember you guys called us because you wanted my car? Yeah. You know, instead of 
you know, and then trying to pawn off a color I didn't want. Oh, yeah. And I had to say, like, hold on a second, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, anyway, but I have always found it very frustrating um, going to buy a new car because you just think you're done with one person. Then there's they say, oh, you just have to wait. You have to go see this person. Oh, yeah. And then that person is the one that's trying to sell you all the extras and all the you know, packages for supposedly warranties and all these things. And, oh, yeah. There you go. You know, and then they try to convince you that maybe you'd be better to lease a car. And you're just sitting there in my eyes. I'm swearing where, because uh, only thing, because you got a mask on, right? Because I'm sure you could see the frustration in my eyes. Like, I'm just like, let me get out of here. <laughs> you know, like it just, I just, I've always found a, a car showroom lovely to go into it's very nice but by the time i'm out i'm so frustrated and i'm not even excited about the car i bought yeah you know, it's, it's just... uh, it sounds like uh i as someone who's never bought a new car i have not had this harrowing experience but uh it doesn't sound fun it sounds sounds similar to like a timeshare or something where you got to listen to a presentation and maybe get the deal you're after or whatever well and that being said the fellow that tom was looking after us he was a lovely young man he was really good and actually he whispered a couple of things to us he says don't mention this or don't mention that when you go in there well that's nice i I bet you he's not listening so you could slag him if you wanted to yeah no i know he he was really great but uh i couldn't believe three hours because they were we basically said you've called us like what is it you're going to do for us to make this worth our while it was just frustrating like um you know you're asked to come in then you're asked to go into a waiting room and right now in COVID there was nowhere really to go there because there were several people already waiting oh, yeah. either who were getting their vehicle serviced and and um you know it's just it's it's just my opinion it's something that I I don't like I don't like going to these places I don't find it exciting I'm not a good at playing the role or yeah. there's people that love it like especially right now they'll say well what else were you doing today but um, I just, I just don't find that you just think you're done and you're being moved to another office and another yeah. office and, and long and short it's over. So that is my, my uh, roasting. Just, just, it's not my bag. So that's not fair. I'm, I may be. No, that's totally no. for you can roast. Well, this is your time. You roast whatever you want. If you wanted to burn all car dealerships to the ground, this is your time. <laughs> no, to say I it. wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But then on the other end, I'm going to toast the people that looked after us. So there you go. So what, what does that tell you? Well, it says Confused you're, woman you're... <laughs> aged this week and she's totally losing it. So you're, okay. you're toasting the staff, but roasting the institution. Yes. Toasting the staff that really, it has to be hard for them, especially when they're looking, you know, you can't really see each other's true expression, right? You're wearing masks, you're looking at each other and it's, you're trying to read body language as to, you know, they can tell I'm fed up here. Yeah. You know, I just want to go. And yet they're sent here to sit with us and make small Oh yeah. Yeah. They've got a job to do. Yeah. So in that sense, I will say, you know, more power to you because I just couldn't do it. I, I just don't like I just find it's awful going into these places. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. I mean, I would equate it to, you know, as people who are who have actively been working, say, with realtors. Um, mm-hmm. I, we have a great realtor, Laura and I, uh, but I don't like the real estate system in Canada and the bidding wars and the non-transparency and whatever. So I like right. our I can toast our realtor while roasting the whole system right to the ground. I, I it yeah. sounds similar like the the 
car dealership kind of mentality and the systems in place, the commission involved and the, the, the hoops you have to jump through, but maybe you had yeah. a nice person that helped you through it all. So there's some benefits, but also the, you know, burn it all to the ground, start again. I'm being a bit dramatic. You know, there's a lot of worse things going on. Yeah. I just, it's just me. It's not a joyful thing to go in. Well, the, the opposite, I had the opposite experience with an institution, an older institution recently that, that, um, I kind of liked, uh, you know, it's, it's a pandemic. We've been not allowed to go buy certain things or you can't do too much. So what do you do when things like your shoes wear out or whatever? So I, you know, I've had some mixed success with ordering online. Uh, I got some winter boots online that I stuck with because the return policy was difficult to deal with anyway, and they were comfortable enough and they'll be fine. But a pair of my, my, uh, casual shoes wore the soles out and I started looking online and I thought, this is going to be such a pain. I'm going to have such a problem getting a good pair of shoes and maybe they don't fit. Maybe they don't look the same when I get them in person, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know about you, but we have a, an, an excellent local cobbler, Oh wow, a little shoe repair spot where Laura gets all her, uh, all her zippers for her purses and boots and things redone. And I've had some, some repair done to some winter boots and things like that. So I took my, my trusty pair of, uh, Merrill casual shoes because they have a nice like suede upper and they're in good shape. They've, they've seen me through years of rainstorms and cycling and whatever, but the sole was starting to wear, um, so and now they're going to resole the whole th- both shoes and take care of the uppers and re retreat them and make sure they're nice because I know they fit. I know they're good quality. I just need a couple more seasons out of them so I can get to a point where I can go to a shoe store. So there's a mm-hmm. an older institution like a like a cobbler or a you know a shoe repair place um that you can support in your local neighborhood and not have to throw out another thing. Um, so I felt pretty good about that today. You know, I, I probably could have bought a new cheap pair of shoes for what I'm paying to get these ones oh, yeah. resold. But at the same time, I'm supporting a nice local business and and keeping a, a pair of shoes from the landfill for now. So uh, that was a the opposite of your car dealership experience. Yeah. Yes. Well, like I'm going to say, like I was, we were de- we dealt with great people. You know, they really were good. But other than the system that they have to go through. Yeah. yeah. But then there's some people that probably love it. They like, you know, the, they yeah, being waited on or yeah. I mean, you could have put on like a Lord of the Rings movie in that amount of time and, and, and been just as bored. Um, but, but actually I feel, I really do feel I shouldn't be complaining because that's just bad. I shouldn't be because there's a lot of other terrible things going on, but, uh, but getting back to a good shoe repair, if you have a good shoe repair or cobbler, as you say, you, you, oh my gosh, they're worth their weight in gold. Yeah, exactly. And these people are great. They repair all Laura's, uh, like I said, purses and boots and things. And they've gotten, they've kept some things alive. I feel like our local tailors and cobblers and those kinds of, of institutions, they're invaluable. It's almost like a good mechanic. Once you've got a good, a good cobbler or repair place you can take things to, it's great. I mean, I tried to salvage an espresso machine so we didn't have to throw it out recently and that didn't go so well, but you know, I'll take the I'll take the shoe repair where I can get it. So, I'm going to go pick up my my old uh, you know, 7-year-old casual sneakers next week with fresh new soles and new treatment and I'll be I'll be off to the races. Yeah, I've got there's an old shoe repair where I grew up and um it's still by the same family like it's just gone down generation to generation and it's fantastic i'll go back there in scarborough and i get shoes done 
And uh, I can't believe the work they do, and and you feel good about it. If it's been around since you, you know? grew up, it must be a historical site at this point, because that's <laughs> well, actually, probably the first shoe repair. They have been around a long time, a very long <laughs> time, and I know several people that go there because it's just it's in the back of a plaza. It's a dumpy looking store, but you you sure get good value for your money. Yeah, those are the best ones. And you also get a good conversation when you go in. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, these days it's, it's uh, like a greasy spoon, a good old greasy spoon restaurant, right? They don't fix your shoes so well, though. No, they don't. <laughs> um, uh, so my uh, Corvazier is going down pretty smooth. How's yours? Well, I finished them. You finished I them only both. Put, I didn't even. Oh, I only put a little bit in the glass, though. I bet. Yeah, I didn't even have an ounce in each one. Mm. I was just being careful. I got more know? than an ounce in each one. And I'm I keep swapping back and forth. I actually put a, a cube of ice in each one to let it kind of you know, simmer and dilute a little bit. And that's been nice as well. Yeah. It, makes, it increases the smoothness for sure. But I'm really liking both of these and I could see them being a good sipper. Yeah, I find with the ice, it kind of mellows them out and it's very good. It's something you should try because you could use to be mellowed. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. Um, <laughs> like it would help your situation. I, I do like the Cravazier though. I think uh, I would not have bought it under normal circumstances. Brandy and cognac <laughs> are not my thing. Uh, on a regular day. So I'm glad that you put this suggestion in my mind and took and, and we took it and ran with it because oh. it's nice. It's a good experience. How are you liking in it? In other words, he's glad I've aged. <laughs> I'm aging like this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you, you? I guess you're an XXO, which is an extra old. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, there I snorted. Too, nice. So there okay. Go. That's going to go. I'm going to use that. That's a real that. classic. I'm going to take that snort recording and you make sure it's in every episode now. <laughs> don't, if, I don't if, think If so. you would like to sponsor Drinks with Mom uh -huh. podcast at this point, you can, Mom, where can they email us if they want to give us money? Well, that's really good because I can't remember right now. Uh, Drinks with Mom podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Send your sponsorship deals to Drinks with Mom podcast at gmail.com yeah. and we will that's, snort for you. That's not going to happen. The poor people. <laughs> And, they don't need that type of entertainment. And there are a bunch know? of um, really good uh, podcasts and other folks we've been engaging with on Twitter lately at Drinks With Mom. We're starting, you know, a little bit more engagement on that platform. It's a lot of other podcasts, mm -hmm. but like the Lab Partners pod retweet us and mention us quite a bit. So check them out. Some yeah. friends that, that get together and discuss issues and they've been doing doing a good job on Twitter and they they tag us all the time. So So thanks for that. Um, yeah, lots of great, great podcast recommendations. If you're looking for other things to listen to, go to Drinks With Mom Twitter and you'll see the people we're following and the people that follow us, they're all other podcasts that are trying to get folks to listen to them. So so check it out. Um, and then, at, like I said, at Instagram, uh, at Drinks With Mom, that's where you can find us. I posted Mom's birthday card there the other day. We'll post about this episode. I just posted a, a story showing off the cognac that I poured myself today. Uh, as I sit in my my garage where all our recording gear is, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's how you can find us. Uh, review us, give us a review on iTunes, a rating, whatever you want. It doesn't have to be even a good one. Whatever you think is reasonable, <laughs> whatever you want to say to us or about us, so that other people know. Uh, that's anything's helpful. Any integration or any interaction on those platforms helps us get noticed. So we appreciate that. If you want to feel sorry for us, we'll take that too. <laughs> we will take whatever you want to whatever. give. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, yeah. And, but I, mean, I, and I apologize if anybody works at a dealership. I hope I have <laughs> No, burn them to the ground. 
Uh, <laughs> Wait till uh, I get my car. Wait till I get my car. <laughs> okay, yeah. When you get your car, then we'll burn them to the ground. Um, oh. But yeah, and we're going to keep doing this monthly at the moment until nobody is listening and even beyond. <laughs> so, you know, uh, send your suggestions. It's all about us. It's about us it's, spending time together. It's about us spending time together. That's it. And if people want to hear us spending time together, that's all the better. We know we got some dedicated listeners and we really appreciate it. Uh, my pal Alfred got in touch to suggest that we try absinthe, uh, which we have had in the Corpse Reviver number two cocktail, I believe. Yes, we did. Um, but that absinthe also goes in the Sazerac, which uh, is there's, I think, a variation you can make with brandy. But that Sazerac's a great cocktail with some whiskey and absinthe. Uh, so that's a good suggestion, Alfred. We'll, we'll definitely give that a try at some point. Anyone else, if you got suggestions, email us at drinks with, drinks with mom podcast at gmail get in touch uh instagram or twitter we're open to suggestions at this point some of our favorite episodes have come from listener suggestions like the amf which was a lot of fun because that was a lot of of weird alcohol in one glass and yes. i think you enjoyed that one uh particularly <laughs> i not not so much the next day but i didn't <laughs> uh and uh, do you have any parting words for our listeners? Well, I think all the parting words are the same right now. I mean, keep your chin up, everybody. You know, just keep going forward. We're doing it. We're getting there. Uh, look after yourselves and your family and uh, try to support uh, local people that are struggling and, and be happy. That's good. That's some good message. Yeah, yeah. If you got a cobbler, go uh, get something cobbled or whatever, <laughs> whatever that is. If you got a car dealership, just burn it to the ground. There you go. That's mom's advice. No, 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 no burn it. Just walk in there and say, this is it. Here, this is it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, mother, thank you as always. It's wonderful spending this time thank with you. you. Yeah. Thank you. You too. And uh, everyone else, tune in next next month. Who knows what we'll be drinking? Who knows where we'll be? Will we be together? Will, will we not be? What's happening in the world in a month? It's Everything changes these days. Me, 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 me. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening. Okay, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye Mom. Bye, Mom. Bye. <laughs>